live and local across the city and South Cambridgeshire. This is Glenn Jones. Cambridge 105 Radio. Now, I was in the Grand Arcade on Wednesday night, you know, for the late night shopping, and suddenly found myself with a spring in misstep because of the glorious singing coming from a choir who had gathered just outside John Lewis. Now, I was getting closer and closer and thinking, this lot are way too good to be playing in a local shopping centre. These are amazing. Why are they here, not in a concert hall or something? And it turns out... They were raising money for Winter Comfort. Melody Brookers, their fundraising and communications manager. Afternoon, Melody. Hello, love to talk to you. And to you as well. First things first, Melody. Who was I listening to on Wednesday nights? Oh, aren't they wonderful? They're absolutely fantastic. So they're a group of... um choral singers from across the city that are brought together by a wonderful supporter of Winter Comfort called Nikki Padfield. Um, so you will have heard um, some students, you will have heard some some older members of the community and uh, the musical director of Fitzwilliam College was there um, joining in too. So a really eclectic mix, but they are fabulous and it's a quite an annual event for us. It really starts Christmas for us here at Winter Comfort when they start singing. So they were proper professional singers. I was thinking, this this lot are amazing. And you wouldn't get that anywhere but Cambridge, would you? No, quite. Are we spoilt? (laughs) Now, Winter Comfort's one of those names you hear a lot around Cambridge. But who exactly are you and what do you do? I think the name Winter Comfort is often a little bit misrepresentative of who we really are. So whilst the name Winter Comfort suggests that we're just a, a seasonal charity, we're very much not. We are an all year round support centre for homeless and vulnerably housed people in Cambridge. So we offer support during the day. Um, we're open every single day for rough sleeper drop in, providing hot meals and uh, laundry services and showers and, and general welfare support. But alongside that, we support anyone that has been homeless, is vulnerably housed, might be sofa surfing or could be at risk of homelessness. And we address all areas of their lives to help them to rebuild their their lives to a more positive future beyond homelessness. So that might be help with employment, with housing, obviously, counselling all different services so we're not just um, as my uh, my CEO likes to say, we're not just soup and socks. We're very much more than that. I'm intrigued by this phrase, vulnerably housed. Would you mind expanding on that a little? Tell me a bit about what that actually means in practice. Yeah, absolutely. It's a bit of an industry uh, sort of speak there, isn't it? But vulnerably housed could be anyone that is sofa surfing, living on um, someone's floor or sofa, um, intermittently perhaps spending a night out um, sleeping on the streets. It could be someone that is living in accommodation that has no services, so it has no electricity, no running water. Um, it, people often live in outbuildings and, and perhaps even sleep in their cars at time, which is awful. Um, but, but anyone in that sort of context will be classed as vulnerable housed. You can't imagine that in 2022 there are people in this city who are living in those kinds of circumstances. Unfortunately so. Um, it's absolutely tragic and it's it's not uncommon and it's I think people who are in that sort of situation are often what we call the hidden homeless, the people that um, you don't see on the streets but are very much struggling um, to make ends meet and of course with the cost of living crisis and being as we are a wonderful but an expensive city to live in, unfortunately more and more people are feel, falling into that sort of category now. Now, you mentioned that you also help out people who might find themselves sleeping rough in the city at the moment, but 
looking outside. I mean, I mean, it looks beautiful, all the snow, the ice, the frost, but despite looking pretty, it must be absolutely... Ter- I mean, it's terrible just walking down to the shops when you've got a nice warm house to go back to. How do you even begin to help people who find themselves homeless in this awful weather? Well, we are really fortunate that at this time of year and at other times when the temperatures drop or the weather is particularly difficult, so lots of rain, lots of wind, and now, of course, the very low temperatures, something called SWEP is called. It's a very technical term again. It stands for Severe Weather Emergency Protocol, and it's um, called by the council. They say, right, now's the time to start it. And then additional spaces are found for people to get off the streets away from the very severe temperatures. And they might be sleeping... um, I mean, Jimmy's provide extra space. Um, It is floor space, unfortunately, but it is additional space away from the streets and other settings around the the city. Um, Some hotels, some sort of more basic hotels, but often they are not in the city centre. So they're quite far out. People are sort of moved out to anywhere that can accommodate them. So there, there definitely is additional provision, but not everybody is able to access that accommodation not everybody can be found and located to be given the opportunity to take it so um you will still be seeing people out unfortunately um which is absolutely um horrendous to see of course they're the people that are still coming every single day to winter comfort to to warm through um during the daytime and and get support where they can it's an interesting point you make there the fact that people are offered this opportunity to come off the streets Mm. because it's something I always worry about when I see someone and I'm worried that they might not have somewhere to go to. It's always a worry. Does this person want the help? Because I don't want to force myself on someone. How do we approach Mm. that when we see someone in the street who we suspect might not have somewhere to go that night? There are a number of of things that people can do. And I think the first thing I would always say to anyone is show kindness, show compassion, smile, say hello. Make that human connection because that's what people are very often missing. Um, We do not ever advocate giving cash to people um, who are appearing to be homeless or begging in the streets. Unfortunately, as many people in the public will know, um, often cash donations can go straight into um, the hands of of drug dealers or or be spent inappropriately, which we would never want to do because of course it doesn't help the person in that situation the things you can do always um, to smile say hello ask people if they're aware of winter comfort I think most people in a homeless situation will be Um, and another thing that people can do if they're really concerned that someone might be sleeping rough but they're not sure not sure how to approach it Hmm. they can raise their concerns via an organization called street link Um, and the street link app is something that um, you can put on your phone Um, you can record the location of someone who's sleeping rough or appears to be sleeping rough and then the street out outreach team who are great partners of ours um, commissioned by the city council will go to the location that person was seen make contact with that person make sure they're safe know about the appropriate services and if they're able to to get them into accommodation they will do at that point so lots of practical things people can do but as i say i think kindness and compassion smile say hello make that human connection is the best advice we can give really so it's about that fellow human contact Treating, it is, yeah, absolutely. Treating people as you'd like to be treated yourself. 
Indeed, indeed. A lot of people that come here will say that one of the worst aspects, apart from the physical disadvantages and challenges of being homeless, is that you feel invisible. Um, and that's something that we're very, very keen to to, to dispel here at Winter Comfort is to, to make every every person feel valued, every person feel safe and secure and listened to. And the more people out there in the community that can, can make those um, people feel valued and, and uh, a part of our community, that the better, I think. Now, you mentioned this Street Link app. I've heard about this a bit earlier this week. Someone, a mate of mine, was telling me about this. And I thought, that's a really good idea where you can just put a report in and get someone the help that they need. My only worry with it is, am I dubbing someone in here? Am I going to get someone in trouble by reporting them on this app? Absolutely not. So the Street Link app is something, it's a national service. It's really just to alert people to the support that is available to them. Hmm. People don't have to take the support. They don't have to take the support at all. Um, it's just making sure that they're safe and well. And um, the street outreach team are a fabulous bunch of people who conduct uh, nightly and very early morning walks around the known spaces that people tend to congregate for rough sleeping. And they are friends to the homeless community. They're not forcing anything upon them. They're certainly not reporting them for any any behavior whatsoever it's just purely a welfare check so people should always be reassured that um if if people don't want to accept the help they are very free to 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 not to not take it um but we would always rather know that people have been offered support that's really reassuring to know because i know here in cambridge we're such a kind compassionate city obviously money's tight for a lot of people at the moment how can people support you so Winter Comfort currently have our, our biggest fundraising opportunity of the year, which is our Christmas appeal. Uh, people have been giving generously. We, we know that things are tight for everyone. We're all feeling the pinch this Christmas and therefore fundraising has been a bit more of a challenge this year. It's, it's obviously the case for all charities. Um, we have a, the additional challenge, I suppose, that a service uh, our demand for our services is increasing. The cost of service delivery is increasing. We have to be a warm space. We have to provide well-cooked hot meals for people every day of the year um, and so it is a bit of a perfect storm that we feel is is forming really um, however as I say that the population in Cambridge has always been very supportive of winter comfort I think people value us as a charity they know that we are desperately needed here and we have been seeing lots of acts of kindness and generosity and we're so grateful to everyone so if anyone is able to make a donation, um, whatever size, we can assure you that the money will be spent where it's most needed here. And they can visit our website, which is wintercomfort.org.uk, uh, and make a donation there. And other ways to, to make a donation by cheque um, or, or a physical don- donation can be um, found on the same page. So if someone missed requiring the city centre on Wednesday night, they haven't missed their chance. They just need to go to that website. Give me that one more time before you go, Melody. It's wintercomfort.org.uk. Melody Brooker, Fundraising and Communications Manager at Winter Comfort. Thanks for all you do in our city, and thanks for putting a bit of a spring in my step on Wednesday night as well. Thank you so much, and Merry Christmas, everybody. 105. Cambridge 105 Radio.